Hey girl, welcome to the Grit and Gratitude podcast, where we chat all things life, motherhood, business, and relationships. My name's Jerrica, and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur obsessed with giving you tactical action steps for navigating life and leveling up when you're really freaking busy. Whether your days are filled with changing diapers or climbing the corporate ladder, if you have that gut feeling that you were made for more, grab my hand and come with me as I share a little grit and a little gratitude to help you get from where you are to where you want to be. Here on this podcast, we are smashing all our doubts and limiting beliefs because we know that life is precious and not guaranteed. So let's make the most of it. Grab a cup of coffee or a glass of bubbly as I share real stories, tips, and ideas to help you change your life. Ready, girlfriend? Let's do this. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Grit and Gratitude podcast. So it's been a while. So before we dive into today's topic, I do want to update you on some life things that have happened and just like catch you up to speed so that we can move forward. Y'all, this summer has been absolutely insane. Um, Since Memorial Day, uh, we have been going, going, going every weekend. We've had two rounds of visitors from California here and... Um, I've been picking up extra shifts at a local restaurant that I work at. And so things have just been crazy. And in the past, I don't know, two weeks now, I guess, everyone in my house has been sick. Started with Jax in the emergency room, which was very triggering. And then my husband was sick and then I didn't have a voice. So when you don't have a voice, you literally cannot record a podcast. So here we are, okay? We are picking up where we left off. We're moving forward, but I just wanted to kind of like clear the air because, you know, I was showing up for you in this space twice a week and I haven't been here in a couple weeks, but that's what's been happening, okay? So, <clears throat> here we go. We've talked about manifesting on here a little bit, um, but like, I want to say like three years ago, we did like a whole podcast episode on manifestations and I actually talked to you in that episode and confessed that I love strawberry jam with crunchy peanut butter and despite my greatest attempts I had become a lot more woo-woo at that point and I actually like called out one of my woo-woo friends so if Chrissy is listening to this updated version shout out to you again Chrissy um You can hear about that whole woo-woo, crunchy peanut butter story in episode 15, but today I wanted to chat and update on my manifestation journey and a shift I've been making in my journaling, which I think will help you tremendously. I've been thinking a lot about manifestation because... I've been looking through old journals of mine as I prepare to bring another book into the world. I was reading through some journals from like four or five years ago when I just was getting really consistent in my gratitude practice and my journaling practice. And some of the things that I was manifesting, y'all, 
My goodness. It is insane how much of those things have actually happened in the past couple of years. Things like writing a book, getting pregnant, being a mom, being a stay-at-home mom, traveling with my baby, starting this podcast, creating a business with recurring income, speaking in front of groups on stages in keynotes. Like these are just a few of the examples of things that have happened over the last four to five years. Now here's my take on manifesting. I didn't just write these things down and wait for them to happen. I didn't just wish them into existence. I didn't pray that these things would take place and then just sit back and wait for them. Which, this is a complete side note, I guess kind of, sort of, but I grew up in a conservative Christian home. So there was a lot of emphasis on praying and a lot of caution around witchcraft and stuff like that. And I'll be completely honest with you, I had no idea what any of that was alluding to when I was a kid. I still don't really know what exactly they were talking about. Seances, maybe? I'm not sure. But I do know, for me specifically, and I can only speak from my own personal experiences, things like manifesting were really frowned upon in the like church community that I grew up in. So I had to do a lot of research and a lot of soul searching as an adult around the things that I believe versus the things that I was told to believe. But that's a whole different podcast episode. I mean, I'm totally willing to go down that rabbit hole with you if you guys are are interested. So just let me know. Anyway, let's get back on track. So these things in my journal that I had written down as manifests have now come to pass. But again, I didn't just write them down and close the journal or wish them into existence. There was a lot of inner and outer work that went into accomplishing them. And I will venture to say that one of the biggest things I believe made a difference was my relationship with myself, making myself a priority, filling my own cup first and speaking positively about myself and to myself changed the game for me. Over the years, I've tried to be a digital-only kind of girl, and it just does not work for me. The digital journals, the notebooks, they have their time and they have their place. Yes, I still use a Google Calendar, but their time and place is really not with me. I have come to the conclusion that digital planning is not my ministry. I'm an old-school, pen-and-paper kind of girl always will be. And I actually could have saved myself a lot of time and a lot of money if I would have just stuck to the pen and paper. But I've gained clarity now. And I know. So lesson learned. I recently ordered some new Erin Condren planners and some journals, which by the way, if you have not tried Erin Condren products yet, girl, please run to the website right now. There's a link in the show notes for like $10 off your first order. And if you aren't willing to fully commit to a planner yet, do yourself a favor and just order a notebook. Seriously, 
The paper quality is unmatched. You can design your own covers, customize the covers that they've already created, and the notebook is less than $20. So go. There is just something about writing things down on paper that cannot be replaced. Actually, there's some science behind it too. Apparently, when you write something down, you are more likely to remember it than if you were just to type it out or create a digital copy. Who knew? If you watch my Instagram stories, you already know that part of my morning rhythm is to write out my gratitude list and then write my goals and my manifestations. I write my goals and my manifestations in the present tense as if it's currently happening to me. Why? Because I once read that your brain can be tricked into thinking that these things have already happened to you and it will react accordingly. So like your brain doesn't know the difference between it like happening in real time or happening in the future when you write it out in present tense. So for example, instead of writing, I want to make a minimum of $10,000 a month, I would write, I am making $10,000 each month. Instead of writing, I want to publish a book, I would write, I am a 10 times published author. And I write each of my goals that I'm focusing on, as well as my big dream manifestations, out in this way. I did the exact thing for a few years. <clears throat> but if I'm being completely honest, after Grayson passed away, I had trouble writing them out. Mostly because I had really stopped dreaming and I didn't have any goals. Or at least I thought. I struggled with whether or not any of this even mattered. I still don't have all the answers, but I knew that how I practiced manifesting in the past didn't feel aligned to my present. And so I went back to the drawing board. See, here's the thing that I love about manifesting. If you practice it every day, it becomes a daily reminder or a roadmap essentially of where you're headed. What I found I was missing was the why. It's easy to come up with lofty goals for me, but the reason why so many people never reach those goals and the reason why I was having trouble reaching those big goals is you think manifesting is kind of like a joke. You, you know, I was totally guilty of this, like, oh, that doesn't work, um, you know, or like I said, I grew up in a situation where I didn't manifesting wasn't talked about and I didn't know anybody that practiced these things. And so it was new to me, which also means it was uncomfortable. And so you don't reach these goals because you don't know why you want to reach the goals in the first place. When I stumbled upon the book, The 12-Week Year, I think that's why I was so drawn to it because the authors basically demanded that you create a why, you create a vision, you create a credo for wanting to accomplish the goals you set for yourself that are deep and meaningful enough to dedicate yourself to the work you would have to do to put, you know, that you would have to put in to accomplish those goals. Manifesting doesn't work unless you do. 
You can't rub a magic lamp. You can't make a wish and have a fairy godmother wave her magic wand. You can't just say a prayer. You have to work. And coming out of a season of survival, I felt as though I was starting over in a lot of areas in my life. One of them was my morning rhythm, my gratitude, and my manifestation practice. I felt inadequate and not prepared to make lofty goals. Then I changed how I journal my manifestations and my goals. When writing things like, I am making $10,000 a month, seemed overwhelming and completely out of reach, I began to write as if I was embodying the woman that was doing these goals. So I am making $10,000 a month then became I am the woman who makes $10,000 a month and is creating a more financially stable home for myself and for my family. See the difference? So I am the woman who. Girl, listen, this is so powerful. I really, really want you to get this because we all have times when we feel inadequate, we feel unprepared and not up to the task at hand. Maybe you have recently left a toxic relationship and you are slowly rebuilding and learning who you are. Or maybe you're battling an illness or an addiction or you have recently been grieving a loss of a loved one. When you don't believe in yourself, when you can't make that connection, when you don't believe in yourself yet, I want you to borrow belief from me. When you feel like you can't go on, I want you to borrow strength from me. I want you to step into that power. I'm holding that space for you. You hold that space for me. This is like we we work cohesively together in this. So if you feel like it's a stretch to say I am blank, then instead say I am the woman who and tap into a future version of yourself who has already overcome all of the things that you are currently battling. So I want you to try writing out those future things by starting each statement with, I am the woman who, and just see where that takes you. This has been such a powerful shift for me, and I know that it can be for you too. So try it out, and I'd love to hear how it's working out for you, okay? All right, we'll chat soon. Girl, I am really freaking grateful that you tuned in to today's episode. I value you, your time, and your feedback. So if you resonated with today's show, please take a screenshot and tag me on social, and I will personally thank you for helping me spread this message. Your support means the world to me. Until next time, live with intention and lead with gratitude. I'm in your corner always cheering you on.